This is Alive with Joseph. I'm starting a new series tonight entitled The Wisdom of God. This whole month, I will be focusing on the wisdom of God. I believe that it is a subject that is very relevant for us in a time like this. For us to win in a day, in a season like this, we need a wisdom that is superior. We need a wisdom that is above. This is not a time to depend on our intellect. It's not a time that we can depend on our strength or on our, or our ability. It is a time that we need to tap in a, into a realm that is higher than us for solutions for mankind, solutions for our challenges, solutions for the situations that you and I have found us in. Amen. Therefore, let me just lay foundation tonight and we'll keep building on it. Amen. And I've got great news for the ladies as well. I'm now starting something called Wisdom for Women. So every Thursday, I will be coming live to do just a few minutes, 30, 20, 30 minutes on Wisdom for Women. I believe it will help us grow. But for now, let's dig into the word. The Bible says in the book of Mark chapter 6 verse 2, it says, when the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things? They asked, what What's this wisdom that has been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he is performing? Glory to God. What a powerful scripture. What a loaded scripture. This is talking about Jesus where the great men of his day, the scholars of his day, the doctors of law of his day, the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees and any Cs that you can think of, you know, were listening to this young man speaking uncommon wisdom. And I love what they acknowledge there. They say, what's this wisdom that has been given to him? For me, the word to underline there is given. They knew that he was operating on a different realm. He was operating a different dimension. Hallelujah. And they said, what are these remarkable miracles he's performing? Because the wisdom of God produces results. They saw the results in his life and they knew that they were a product of a different wisdom. They knew that what he was operating was beyond what they have read in the books. Remember, these are people that were well read, very well read. They were doctors of law. You know, they, they had done researches and researches and research. They knew what they were talking about, but they realized that there was something different about this one. So I want us to look at the roots of our wisdom because this wisdom also belongs to us. You know, Jesus Christ is the foundation of our wisdom. There are different types of wisdom in the world. If you read the book of James, it will tell you about the different types of wisdom that exist. But you know what? The real wisdom, the wisdom that is above every other wisdom, it's the wisdom of Christ. And Christ is the foundation of the wisdom that I'm talking about. Christ is the foundation of the wisdom I'm talking about. In the book of Isaiah chapter 9 from verse 6 to 7, it says, For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there shall be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding 
upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Jesus Christ is the foundation of our wisdom. The wisdom of God is our, is our heritage. The book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 12 tells us that. It says, you know, Jesus gave us power. He gave us the blessing. He gave us glory. He gave us wisdom. He gave us honor and all those wonderful things that are in the package of salvation. Therefore, wisdom is something that is rightfully yours as the believer. Wisdom, it is, you are entitled to divine wisdom. Hallelujah. Look, the first manifestation of, you know, Wisdom, the first manifestation of Jesus' divinity, how they knew he was different from everybody. The very first manifestation was not necessarily the multiple, the, the miracle of, of turning water into wine. That was a miracle. But what I'm talking about is the manifestation of wisdom. The first manifestation of his divinity was his wisdom. You know, when he first came to earth at the age of 12, at the age of 12, he was already displaying uncommon, astonishing understanding and astonishing wisdom. If you look at the book of Luke chapter 2 from verse 46 to 47, it says, after three days they found him in the temple courts, sitting amongst the teachers, listening to them and ask them, asking them questions. He was sitting, he was listening, and he was asking questions. And that's a key for us right there. Part of getting wisdom is listening and asking questions. It's very powerful. But when you go further, it says everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. I, I've already told you these were scholars. But the Bible says they were amazed at his understanding and at his answers. He displayed uncommon understanding. He displayed unusual understanding. They were like, who taught him this truth? Who taught him this? You know, and his answers as well. He literally answered everything that was asked him. Jesus amazed them, amazed them with his ability. His ability to unravel mysteries. His ab ability to dissolve doubts. Have you ever been in a situation where you are in so much doubt and one person just speaks one word that swallows all doubt from you? You know, he was like that. He answered to every question. You know, sometimes, even with our children, sometimes we, we don't even answer every question. Many times, things come up and you don't have an answer for everything. But Jesus answered everything. You know, he showed that he provided solutions to every problem that they were throwing at him. That is amazing wisdom. That is what God wants you and I to operate in. That's good news because inside of Christ, there is adequate provision for you and I to storm our world. It's true because Christ is in us and we are in him and we have his mind and we have, you know, we have the mind of Christ. We have that wisdom, that realm, that dimension is available to us. We just need to tap into it. Hallelujah. I wrote, I, I posted a scripture during the week and I, it, it says, these ones that have turned the world upside down through the gospel have come to our city, 
I love it. We, you and I are called to turn upside down the world by the power of God's wisdom. Because the gospel is God's wisdom. The gospel is God's power. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to what Jesus says in the book of John chapter 17 verse 18. He says, as you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. How did God send Jesus into the world? He sent him with wisdom. And Jesus says the same way that you have sent me with wisdom, with uncommon wisdom, with divine wisdom I am sending them too hallelujah, glory to God listen, we too ascend we too ascend you ascend, we ascend to storm our world with surpassing intelligence and mental dignity, yes I just want to pause there and just hit that a bit, you know what the enemy wants us to feel especially in the day that we are living in he wants us to feel overwhelmed. He wants us to feel, you know what, that we cannot handle this, that we can't take this. But that devil is a liar. Our minds are strong. Hallelujah. We have the mind of Christ in us. The mind that can go through anything. It can go through fire. It can go through water and still come out stronger. You are not weak. You are not mentally weak. No, 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 no. You are not depressed. No, you have the mind of Christ in you. And the mind of Christ is strong. The mind of Christ is intelligent. The mind of, the mind of Christ, you know, it carries dignity. It gives you a dignified life. And that is what you possess. If the enemy has been whispering to you, telling you, you can't take this, you can't handle this, you can't go through this, you can't change, you don't know what to do. I want you right now to stand up and speak back to that devil and tell that devil you're a liar. I am a child of the most high God. I have the mind of Christ in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, just like Christ, you and I are sent to shock the doctors of law. We are sent to shock the Pharisees, the scribes, and the occult of this world. Hallelujah. The world must, must say of you, what wisdom is this? In that organization where God has put you, people must ask, what wisdom is this? In this city, people must ask, what wisdom is this? Your generation must look at you and ask, what kind of a person is this? Hallelujah. You are called to be a wonder. Listen, as I've said before, like Jesus, you too are sent. You are sent to beat the systems of the of this world hands down. Hallelujah. You are sent to overcome the challenges of your time. Listen, God knew that you and I will be alive in a day like this. These challenges that we are facing, they did not catch God unawares. He knew about it, but he knew that there is a different generation. He knew that there are people that have received Christ. He knew that there are people like you and I who have the mind of Christ, that they can go through fire and they will come out stronger. That the times they live in will not swallow them. Hallelujah. That they can go through darkness and be the light of the world in times of darkness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You have the mind of Christ. You have been sent to thrive in challenging times. You have been sent to have no competition in your industry. That is how powerful this wisdom is. You are sent to overcome any storm that comes your way. Hallelujah. Jesus said, as the Father sent me, I send you. So you are sent to win. Glory be to Jesus. It is time for us to be thoroughly connected to our roots of excellence. I remember once some years ago, 
I was lying down and the Holy Spirit just spoke to me and he said, I'm making you an eternal excellence. I'm making you an eternal excellence. I was like, what? It didn't make sense to me. I knew he was not just talking about me. I knew he was talking about what God has called us to do. But it was not clear. And when I woke up, he told me, read Isaiah chapter 60. I read the whole of Isaiah chapter 60. There wasn't really anything that was standing out. But when I got to verse 15, that that phrase that was has been ringing in my spirit just jumped out. It says, whereas you've been forsaken and hated so that no man went through you, I will make you an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. Hallelujah. That is what God is making out of you and I. By his wisdom that is operating in us, he's making us an eternal excellence. He's making us a joy of many generations. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Understand, when the apostolic wave took off, wisdom was a major ingredient ingredient you know when they were when they were sent the apostles were sent into the world when they were looking for people that you know will distribute the daily need they looked for two types of people who had two these specific ingredients number one people who were filled with the holy ghost and number two people who were filled with the wisdom of god i love the series that pastor has been teaching on he's been teaching on the on the power of the holy spirit Listen, God is looking for a generation that we know will embrace the Holy Spirit, that will celebrate the Holy Spirit, that will fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and from the Holy Spirit, draw the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen, when you, when you carry the wisdom of God, you become a daily distributor. God uses you to distribute, you know, ideas into your generation, to, to distribute things in Inventions into your generation. He uses you to distribute solutions to your generation. Glory be to God. So you and I must properly position ourselves to be used by God. To distribute what heaven wants to bring to earth. Glory be to Jesus. Understand, wisdom is what determines your height on earth. Yes, the Bible says Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. The Bible called Christ the power of God and also the wisdom of God. It was through that wisdom that Jesus Christ lived a triumphant life on earth. And he, his ministry stood out. Why? He carried the wisdom of God in him. Glory to God. I love what pastor said to us. He said, God directs our footsteps, but we determine our strides. When you have the wisdom of God in you, you can go far beyond where others have gone. Glory to God. When you, 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 you embrace the wisdom of God, you keep rising and rising and rising and rising. No matter what the enemy can throw your way, you will always rise about, above it. Why? Because because the wisdom of God is a lifter of man. Glory be to Jesus. Listen, you are wired. You are created to manifest wonderful things in your life and in your generation. Why? Because Christ is in you and he is wonderful. You saw in the book of Isaiah where we read the Bible says, and his name shall be called wonderful. If Jesus was called wonderful he, and he sent you as the father sent him, it means that you too are wonderful. Did you hear that? 
wonderful. You are full of wonders. You might not have tapped into it yet, but you are full of wonders. Hallelujah. Like him, you must express those wonders. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 139 verse 14, the psalmist says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He knew, David knew that he is full of wonders. Hallelujah. There is so much for him to give to his world. Listen, you are a product of wonders and you are sent forth on earth to manifest wonders. Hallelujah. But it requires the wisdom of God. You cannot do it with the knowledge that you got from school. The knowledge you got from school is good, but it is limited. It takes the wisdom of God to do what I'm telling you. Glory to God. And I declare that by, that by the wisdom of God operating in you, you will do what others say cannot be done in the name of Jesus. I declare that, the, that by the wisdom of God, you will break barriers in the name of Jesus. By the wisdom of God, you will shock your world in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Child of God, without the wisdom of God, it is impossible to experience the glory of God. The wisdom of God is very key in you experiencing the world. The glory of God. Why? Because the wisdom of God are the ways of God. And sometimes the ways of God may look foolish to the ordinary man. Sometimes the ways of God may look foolish to the wisest of men. But you know what? The Bible says the wisdom of God is superior to the wisest of men. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In the book of Isaiah chapter 5 verse 13, it says, Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge, they have no wisdom, and their honorable men are famished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. It, it's, it's a heartbreaking scripture. He says they are honorable men. When he says they are honorable men there, he's specifically making us to focus on their potential, on their ability, what they could have achieved, what they could have become. But because they lacked wisdom, they, they were stripped into nothing. The Bible says in books, in the book of Psalm 82, it says when you don't know who you are, you die like mere man. And it says here, their multitude dried up with thirst. Could it be that dryness in certain areas of our lives is because of lack of wisdom? And that story is changing today in the name of Jesus. Listen, whether there is no wisdom, people continue to suffer shame and reproach. Where there is no wisdom, you know, you walk in shame. You walk with your head down. But I declare a change of story for you. You will walk in the wisdom of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Understand that we are the power and the wisdom of God in human flesh. You and I are the power and the wisdom of God in human flesh. You can ask how. In the book of John chapter 15 verse 1 and also verse 5. He says, I'm the true vine and my father is is their husband man. In verse 5, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Hallelujah. Which means, you know, the vine and the branches are made of the same thing. Whatever Jesus was made of is what you and I are made of. That is why we are here to display the glory of God. We are here to display the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Anywhere where you see things going wrong, it is normally because there is a shortage of wisdom. I don't care what is happening in your home. As long as there is tension, it means that there is shortage of wisdom. 
When the oil is short in a car and you don't top it up, your car will very soon, the engine will very soon knock. And sometimes you and I, we know that you know what? Wisdom demands that we spend quality time in the presence of God. We spend time, quality time in prayer, in worship, but we don't do it. And we allow the oil of our spirit, the oil of, you know, our salvation to just keep going down, keep going down. And before you know it, the engine of your spirit knocks. Why? Simply because you neglected wisdom. And when you neglect wisdom, it starts to affect every other relationship in your life. The fact that your business is going in circles every year indicates that there is a shortage of wisdom. It's true. I know it's painful. I know it can even seem unrealistic, especially in a time like this. I might be sounding insensitive in a time like this where people have lost businesses because of Corona. But when what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to provoke you actually to say to you, if you can go and seek wisdom, even if you have lost the business, if you can go to God and say, Father, show me what to do. Give me wisdom. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 1, it says, let him who lack wisdom ask from God. If you can ask God for wisdom, I'm telling you, you'll be able to rise again. I remember some years ago, the church was not growing. The church was not moving. We just kept going around in circle and circle and circle. And pastor, it became a burden for pastor. And he just started crying out to God and said, Father, give me wisdom for church growth. Give me wisdom. We were doing everything we knew. But it was not enough. There was a shortage of wisdom. And one day as he was flying to attend a conference, he was still waiting for the flight to take off. He sent me a message and says, look, the, we'll, we'll be switching off our phones very soon. But God has spoken to me. God has given me a word. This church can never be the same again. God has shown me the mystery of church growth. It's in Jeremiah, it's in John chapter 15. It's in John chapter 15. The church can never be small again. And that was the wisdom that God showed him. God opened him up to a new dimension. And from there, church that started growing. Things started happening. You might have a business as well that you're feeling, you know what? It's dark. It will take you going to seek the face of God about it and asking God, what do I need to do in this situation? Hallelujah. Everyone that is born again has a measure of wisdom. The same way that we have a measure of faith, everyone has a measure of faith. But that measure of faith, when it is not used, it remains at the same level. When you do not exercise it, it remains at the same level. The same thing with wisdom. We all have an equal measure of, of wisdom, but it must be grown. You need to keep increasing it by asking God for more, God to reveal more, seeking his faith concerning an issue. Hallelujah. Listen, the five virgins had the measure of oil, but time proved to them. These five wise virgins kept increasing their oil, but the foolish virgins, virgins only remained with the equal same measure. They never increased it. And it kept reducing and it was just enough for one level. And time proved to them that it was not enough for the remaining season. Joshua at the same time, had a measure of wisdom, but it was not enough to deliver the children of Israel to the promised land. You know, 
when we read the book of Joshua chapter 34 verse 9, it's Deuteronomy chapter 34 verse 9, it says, And Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him, and did as the Lord commanded Moses. What I'm talking about here is when, you know, when Moses, God was about to take Moses and was preparing Joshua for the journey to take over. God realized that Joshua was a man of wisdom, but this wisdom was not enough. Moses had to lay hands on him for the spirit of wisdom to be increased in him. The scripture where we read, he says, and Joshua son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom for Moses had laid hands in on him. Hallelujah. And what happened when Moses laid hands on him? It says the children of Israel started to listen to Joshua. It means that same boy that there nobody was listening to before because the wisdom of God came upon him people started listening to him that's a mystery on its own could it be that your subordinates are undermining you simply because you have no wisdom could it be that you are not reigning and ruling anywhere because there's absence of wisdom? You need to change. You need to keep increasing your measure of wisdom. The wisdom of yesterday is not enough to take you today. The wisdom of today is not enough for tomorrow. That is why you cannot stop seeking God. It's not enough for you to say, I know God. Many people even can guess how God will perform a miracle in their lives. But that is not God. Our God is an infinite God. You can not finish him hallelujah a measure is not enough listen the, we are in gross darkness we are the days we are living is in living in other days of gross darkness as the bible says but it will take gross light to overcome gross darkness you cannot take you know little light to overcome gross darkness. The wisdom of God is infinite as, as I've said. You can only grow in it. You can't arrive at the end of it. You need to keep seeking. You can't say I, I sought the face of God yesterday. There's no need for me to seek the face of God today. And the answer he gave you yesterday for the same situation might not be the same answer he gives you tomorrow. That is why don't stop seeking the face of God. Hallelujah. It is the only key, wisdom is the only key that opens every door. When I was growing up, I used to hear this a lot. Prayer opens every door. Prayer opens every door. And it's not true. It is not true. Praying is also part of wisdom. Knowing that now it's time to pray. Wisdom is superior to prayer. It is. Because if you have no wisdom, you might know to pray, but not pray. Knowing to pray and not praying shows that you have no wisdom. But knowing the power of prayer and praying, then that is wisdom. That is why wisdom is superior. It helps you to know what to do at what time. To do it and who to do it with and how to do it. That is the power of wisdom. The Bible says when you contact it, you know, you shall walk in safety. You will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. That is when you have wisdom. I love that scripture. You, you can sleep on the most comfortable bed and not have a sweet sleep. We grew up sleeping on the floor. And we had good sleep. We had good dreams on the floor. So it's not where you sleep that matters. It is the wisdom of God that enables you to lie down and have a sweet sleep. The Bible says about wisdom that, you know, when you have wisdom, you shall not stumble. And that your path shall not be hard. 
The book of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 9 says, Wisdom decorates your life with an ornament of grace and it puts a crown of glory upon your head. That is the power of God, the power of wisdom. Wisdom is, an, is a battle axe. When you have wisdom, no adversary can resist or gain, say the wisdom of God operating in the life of a child of God. Listen, when you have the wisdom of God, diseases and sicknesses are healed from you. I'm telling you the truth. It is the wisdom of God. Read your Bible. The wisdom of God breaks barrenness. It does. When you have the wisdom of God, oppression is far from you. You cannot have the wisdom of God and be oppressed. It's impossible. Hallelujah. For I, The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 21 verse 15, it says, For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. That's what the word of God says. You cannot be a child of the most wise, not, not the most, the only wise God and be the only foolish man. Doesn't sound right. No, 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 no. Like begets like. You can only be like your father. Hallelujah. Listen, the wisdom of God puts you above. Wisdom has more value than gold. If you understand that, you will rise. She controls its supply. Wisdom controls the supply of gold. Wisdom controls the availability of gold. If you read the book of Job chapter 22 and 23, it tells you, it gives you the wisdom of what to do to get, to get gold and silver. And in, in chapter, in verse 24, it says, you shall lay up gold as dust and you shall have plenty of silver when you have done the things that verse 22 and verse 23 tells you. The wisdom of God causes you to rise above the waters of life. It doesn't matter what life throws at you. The wisdom of God is a lifter. It's able to lift you. It's able to give you one idea, one thought, one just one thought that can change your life forever. It is from above. It is not ordinary. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 3 verse 27, it says a man can receive nothing except it be given him from above. Glory to God. We receive wisdom. We receive. Wisdom is given to us from above. It, it, it is not that we get from books. It, we receive it from God, from above. In the book of John chapter 3 verse 30, 31, it says, whatever is from above is above all. That is why I said, when you have the wisdom of God, you can rise above anything. It places you above other wisdoms. And no matter where you are, you always excel above others. Why? Because the wisdom of God is working in you. In your academics, in your business, in your calling, in your industry. You excel above all because the wisdom of God is working in, in you. When you connect with the wisdom from above, people will not be looking for, for you at the bottom. No, 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 no. It's impossible. There are places you will no longer be found when you operate the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. The wisdom of God changes your address. <laughs> One of my favorite scripture, it says, he takes the poor from downhill and causes them to sit with kings and princes. That is the wisdom of God. That is what the wisdom of God does. Hallelujah. The days of people looking for you amongst failure 
are over in the name of Jesus. The days of people looking for you amongst non-performers, they are coming to an end. The days of people looking for you among average people, they are coming to an end. The days of people looking for you amongst stagnant people, they are coming to an end in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, it says, and he has raised us up together and made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The, 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 the wisdom of God raises you. It lifts you. It changes your address. Hallelujah. It was the angel who said to them when they came to look for Jesus in the grave. He said, why do you look for the living amongst the, why do you look for the living amongst the dead? Hallelujah. Because the wisdom of God changes your address. You will only be found in the front line of life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 17, it says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variable, neither shadow of turning. Glory to God. Listen, you can't collect this wisdom and remain ordinary. You can't carry the wisdom of creation and be unnoticed. It's impossible. You can't have the wisdom of the ancient of days and be lost in the crowd. It is impossible. It doesn't make sense. Here's what I believe. I believe that we are designed to ride on earth, to ride prosperously and majestically without sweat in the journey of life. I strongly believe that. Why? Because Psalm 45 verse 4 says, it says, in thy majesty, in, in thy majesty, ride prosperously prosperously because of truth and meekness and righteousness and thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things hallelujah the bible says now that we are in christ and we have the wisdom of god it causes us to rise above the challenges of the day it it, it causes us to rise above anything that we can come across and ride prosperously hallelujah glory to god Thank you so much for listening. We believe you were blessed by the word. For more, please visit our website, www.alivewithjoseph.com, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alive with Joseph Ngokocha. Till next time, God bless.